Welcome to Tea Time with Mary. I'm your host, Mary Jolkowski. I'm a former bikini fitness model turned self-love advocate. And this is the podcast that'll inspire you to love yourself. Hey friends, before we begin, I just wanted to let you know that this podcast episode is sponsored by my favorite books. Not literally, but I did create a book list for you with all of my favorite books for self-love and body image and self-confidence and just overall self-healing and growth. I am a huge personal growth person. And to be honest with you, a lot of the things that I talk about come from the books that I've read. I'm a big reader and I always tell my little sister, readers are leaders. And I love audiobooks, I love book books, I love Kindle, I love all the forms of books, just give me all the goods. So I decided to create a book list for you with my top 25 favorite books, and I actually add to this list, so there's probably going to be more than 25 books on it, but I have narrowed it down to top 25 books that you need to read to start the self-love journey. I'm not saying you have to read all the books right now, but you should have this list handy dandy for when you're getting a book on Amazon or shopping in your Audible or whatever. So I've created this book list and you can get it at maryscupoftea.com slash books. And I will also put it in the show notes. And let me know how you like these recommendations by screenshotting what you're reading and tagging me in your Instagram stories. I always love seeing you use my recommendations. It just makes my whole day because we're like a little community. So anyways, maryscupatee.com slash books. Go get it. Hi, everyone. What's good? How's it going? I am so excited to be doing this solo episode for you and doing a little deep dive into how to set boundaries with diet culture. And basically, that's just a fancy way of saying like, how do you tell your friends to stop criticizing themselves in front of you and stop talking about stupid diets and exercise routines and and constantly, you know, facing commentary from your family about your body or other people's bodies like that shit really takes a toll on you, especially when you have to hear it every day, you know, from your family or friends or your partner. Um, And I wanted to do this episode to explain how I have been able to successfully communicate to other people that like, yo, this is not okay. I don't want to talk about this. There are more important things to talk about. And it's really triggering for me when you're constantly bringing up diet talk um, and body talk. So I think that this is a powerful tool to have in your toolbox is to just effectively communicate boundaries in general. The examples that I'm going to draw are going to be about boundaries with diet culture. Um, But this process, it's like a five-step process that has worked for me, that I teach my students in my retreats and my online retreats. Um, And this process is really powerful for just communicating any of your needs, wants, or desires to somebody else in a way that is loving, that's respectful, that makes them be on the same page as you, and that doesn't ruin the relationship. Um, And if this method does ruin the relationship, like i.e. they don't take it well or they're not respecting your boundary, then you might want to reevaluate that relationship. But first and foremost, I think it's really important to have ways of communication um, so that, you know, you're speaking to people in a way that lands with them and a way that makes your voice heard and your needs met. So let's just dive right in. Um, 
just want to tell you, like, give you a couple personal examples as to, like, what I mean. Um, I used to have this friend who I used to compete with, and we still remained friends even as I went on my, like, body acceptance journey um, and self-love journey. And she, I don't know what it was, but for some reason, even though she followed me on Instagram and knew what I was about um, and knew about my eating disorder, like for some reason, she still thought it was okay to talk about diets and criticize her own body and criticize other people's bodies and make fat phobic comments and just all this stuff. And I'm like, do you not read a single thing that I post? Um, but some people are just like, ignorant or they're just so stuck in their own mentality that they don't even think like, how could this be affecting somebody else? Um, and this was one of those people for me. And I also wasn't ready to like give up my relationship with her. At this point in time, we've drifted apart for those reasons included. But at that time, she was kind of like my only friend in Arizona and I didn't want to burn the bridge. Um, and I liked her. I thought she was funny. And there were other things that we got along about. So um, what I did was I basically had to tell her that you can't talk to me like this anymore. And if you do, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. I'm going to walk out or I'm not going to reply to your text or um you know, our, our relationship cannot be sustained this way. Um, similarly, another example is, um, for example, I take my little sister to Shabbat dinners to my boyfriend's parents' house. Um, and being like from a Russian culture, it's just so normal. I think in every culture these days, which is so sad, but it's like so normal to make comments about food and bodies. So things like, oh, I ate so much. And, and his mom would be like, don't worry, you'll work it off tomorrow. Or I remember like not wanting an extra piece of cake. And his aunt was like, no, diet starts tomorrow. It's okay. Have the cake because the diet starts tomorrow. It's okay. You're thin, blah, blah, blah. And she's like trying to reassure me, even though I never brought up those things. It was just like people assume that that's what you're worried about and that's what you want to hear. Um, and the, the thing that particularly did it for me was when there was some diet talk that was like brought up in front of my sister where they were criticizing like somebody else's body. Um, and you know, I really hope that I can be the person in every situation that makes people think a little bit differently, or at the very least, just not have that in my space and my little sister's space. Um, so there was a way that I communicated to my, I guess, hopefully future mother-in-law, and I, I love her to death. And I recognize that you might be dealing with this from people who aren't necessarily bad people. Like, you probably love your family or some of your family, um, but when they make comments like this is when you get really triggered. Um, and of course, you can't just like cancel your all your family and friends. This is something that we have to speak up about. So let me give you like my five-step process actually in just a second. First of all, I want you to realize that boundaries are a way that you actually take responsibility for your needs, your feelings, and your requests. And you're not putting down anybody else's, right? Like you have your own space, you have your own needs and wants, and, and they have theirs. So boundaries are just a way where you're like, I'm drawing the line. This is what's okay. And this is what's not okay. You're basically teaching people how to treat you. Um, and sometimes it's really difficult to clearly communicate that. But here's what I want you to take away from this entire podcast episode. You can say whatever you want as long as you say it with love and respect. 
I heard this a few years ago. I don't remember where. I think I read it somewhere, but it really landed with me um, because I'm a people pleaser and I'm one of those people that's often scared to share my voice and my truth and speak up for myself and speak up to others. Um, and now I realize that like boundaries aren't a fight. Uh, speaking your truth doesn't have to be this battle. You don't have to get into arguments with people. It doesn't have to be like this charged experience that everybody pictures it to be. It can be you clearly communicating with love and respect and not because you want to ruin the relationship, but because on the contrary, you want to preserve it and you want to make it better. So the first step of this five-step communication process, like I said, this applies to any situation, is to ask for permission. So if you if you come, come through to this person, you're like, yo, can you stop saying that shit? It's really freaking annoying. They probably aren't going to receive it too well, right? Instead, you could say something like, hey, best friend, um, can I request something of you? Or can I tell you something honestly that's really been on my mind that's been weighing down on me lately? Um, and you can like, this is where you kind of prep the conversation. Like you can tell them something like, I'm a little bit nervous to talk to you about this, but it's been on my mind for a while. Can I speak candidly with you? And wait for them to say yes before continuing. Um, this is also a really great, this is a great first starting point. Why can't I talk? This is a great starting point for literally any conversation because many things are happening here. First, you're really respecting their boundaries. Like maybe they don't have the emotional capacity or the time to talk to you about something serious, right? Like maybe they're busy um, or maybe they're just not ready for it. And so they can say like, uh, no, I'm dealing with something right now, but let's talk tomorrow. Right. So th they're free to respond. Um, and it's up to you to respect that, too. But also the second thing that you're doing is you're instantly bringing them on the same page as you. So in communication, like even in my relationship, honestly, this was from a relationship course that I took or it might have been when me and my ex went to counseling together. Anyways, this was something that I learned in regards to relationships. I've just kind of applied it to all communication. But in relationships, it's really important to like ask for permission, like get in the habit of asking questions instead of telling and pointing and accusing. Um, I do this with anybody who I disagree with, anybody that I, anybody I talk to in general, where I just ask a question. Um, as you know, my background is in life coaching and I do a lot of coaching at my retreats and my online programs. And so the number one thing they teach us in life coaching is don't tell people what to do, ask them. So ask more questions, like get in the habit of asking people questions. Um, it's very powerful if you have a friend you're trying to support too, if she's telling, telling you something that happened, it's so powerful to just say, oh, that must be tough. How are you feeling about all this? Like, tell me more. You know, you're opening that door. Questions are always opening the door. So step one is to ask for permission. You're opening the door, you're respecting them, and you're getting them on the same page as you. Then you're going to communicate how you personally feel. So this is where, like, I don't know if you've, <laughs> you, you, um, you learned this in school, um, where you do those, like, I statements. So instead of saying, like, you suck, you say, I feel, <laughs> right? This is where that comes into play. So, like, speak from your experience. Uh, one thing that I really got in the habit of saying is, like, my experience is, or this may not be your experience, but my experience is that every time we hang out, you're always criticizing your body and it really hurts me. Or I feel like... Um, 
this just isn't serving my self-love journey and I would really appreciate so speaking in those eyes like it hurts me when you um instead of like I hate when you fucking do this <laughs> right like you want to speak from your heart um and recognize that their experience actually might be totally different and that's okay and that's why you are communicating to them how you feel and then step three, this is where you're just going to like go for it. This is when you go for the ask. Now that you've asked for their permission and you've expressed how you feel, it's time to make your powerful request, which is setting that boundary. So keep that same intention that you had throughout this whole thing where you're not coming from a place of blame. You're coming from a place of, I want to preserve this relationship. I want to make it better for the both of us. And boundaries are going to help us do this. So this is where you say things like, I ask that you stop talking about diets around me. Or my request is that we refrain from criticizing other people's bodies or um, things like that. So instead of like, could you stop this shit? Or (laughs) you should, blah, blah, blah. Not that like, I mean, that you can also set boundaries in that way. But I find that people receive it better when you say like, I ask that you or my request is that think of it like writing an email for work, right? Like you're kind of using more polite language. Um, And there's a little caveat to this is like, as a woman, I am always like tiptoeing around my words because that's what I've been taught to do. Like I've been taught to be polite. I've been taught to like suppress my my truth and my emotions and and to not like come across as bitchy or angry or mean. So I recognize that there's that like patriarchy conditioning coming out as I am telling you this that for some reason at the forefront of my mind I never want to hurt someone and oftentimes that's at the expense of myself and telling people how I actually feel. So there's kind of two sides to that. So I'm not telling you how to live your life or how to talk to people. I'm just sharing with you what's helped me the most in my most important relationships. And that is really maintaining that respect. It really comes down to a matter of respect. And I think that like certain ways that women especially, and I I generalize this, I'm not saying all women talk like this, but certain ways that we as women have learned to communicate are actually like... (laughs) a lot better than I see a lot of dudes communicating. So I feel like they need to learn something from us um, and we shouldn't be stooping to their level. But anyways, that's a topic for another time. Point is, make a powerful request. Like, just just say it. Um, And it's also really helpful to, like, ask another question at the end of it to get their validation. So this kind of bleeds into step four. I sometimes like to end things with, like, can you do that for me? Or is this something you think we can do? Or is this something you think we can at least try? And getting like a verbal yes, like getting a verbal, I hear you, thank you for sharing. Yeah, let's do it. You have to make sure that they respond because if they don't respond, then everything you said could just be out the window. So demand a response from them. Like, hey, um, I need your validation right now. I need a head nod. I need something to to know that you heard me loud and clear because I want to make sure that I came across as loud and clear because this is really affecting me. So that's really important. Like a simple okay can go a long way Um, because now it's not just a boundary that you requested. It's one that they agreed to. And if somebody ignores your request or says no or whatever, then again, maybe you want to reevaluate the relationship. Um, I don't think you're asking for too much, especially for things like diet culture. Like it's it's very simple to not do something as to not harm somebody else, right? Like 
you're not asking someone to do something crazy. You're asking them to just stop doing something. So you're not asking too much. And if they think that, like, I don't know, I've gotten responses like, what, I'm supposed to just silence my opinion and you're not letting me have my opinion and blah, 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 blah. Like, fuck that noise. That's noise. And you get to tell them you can have your opinion, but I'd appreciate it if you had your opinion silently, right? Like hold your opinion in your head kind of thing. And then the last part is like, hold them accountable. It is your responsibility to make sure that other people honor your boundary. And again, if they don't, then either stronger boundaries need to be put in place or you get to distance yourself from that person. If somebody violates your boundary, then they're probably not respecting you and that's not okay. So follow through on consequences and and come up with some consequences. Like with my friend, I was like, okay, if she keeps talking like this, like I'm just not going to hang out with her anymore. Like it's, it's that simple. And if she asks why I'm not hanging out with her, then I could tell her that, hey, remember that conversation we had? Like, you keep you keep doing this thing I told you not to do. So it's for my mental health and my sake that I, I don't want to spend that much time with you anymore um, and follow through on things like that. Again, you don't have to be dramatic about it. You don't have to, like, cut somebody off when they slip up once. But, you know, test the waters. Like, see, are they really trying, right? Like, are they... Are you reminding them? Was this just like once or twice that they slipped up? Or are you constantly fighting for your right to exist in a safe place? Like that's something where you have to employ some emotional intelligence as to like, am I bending over backwards for this person right now? Um, and if the answer is yes, then 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 you don't get to hang out with that person as much anymore because they are they're getting in the way of your mental health and self-love journey. So Pay attention to how people treat your boundaries and the effort that they put forth to to fulfill it. It's just so important um, that you teach people how to treat you. And like I said, this goes for any relationship. This goes for any situation. This goes to any time you're you're talking to somebody about anything. Um, The five steps, just to recap, are ask for permission. So open up that door. Make sure they're on the same page communicate how you personally feel. So this is where you're you're explaining the situation to them and how you feel about it. Make that powerful request. Just come out and say it. Um, Maybe you end with a question, but make sure it's loud and clear. Make sure they respond to whatever you ask them to do or not to do and hold them accountable to that. Let them know that there are going to be consequences if they don't respect you. So I hope this helps. Um, like I said, this is something that it takes practice and it takes a lot of courage too. So I just want to applaud you for trying, for speaking up. (laughs) Actually, earlier today, I was on a call um, where somebody was asking me to do something. It was like a brand and it was like an influencer deal. And they kind of just assumed that it would be for free. And I don't know where they got that idea, but I like blurted out my rate. I'm like, actually, this is going to be X amount of dollars. Um, And it was like, it took every, every energy in my body, every piece of courage in myself to say that because I'm the kind of person that is not used to speaking up. Like I'm the kind of person that I want to be nice. I don't want to burn bridges. I want everybody to like me, but that comes at the expense of people respecting you. So it's like, would you rather be liked or would you rather be respected? And would you rather have genuine, real friendships and genuine, real connections that are more long-term? If you're constantly bending over backwards for other people and if today, like I didn't speak up and 
and say my rates and charge what I was worth, then guess what? Those people would probably take advantage of me in the future because they know like, oh, Mary's nice. She'll agree to everything. And we have to stop that. That unfortunately is something that we've been socially trained um, to be. Like I said, I see this in women, especially I'm a woman and that's how that's how I've been conditioned is to like be polite and take care of everyone at the expense of yourself. And we have to undo that. So speaking up for yourself, setting boundaries is probably one of the most important acts of self-love. And I know it takes a lot. And I know it takes a lot of courage and energy and bravery. And I so acknowledge you for that. And I and I totally see you, hear you, and appreciate you. And I love you. I hope this helps. Um, I hope this is like a five-step process that you can use in all your communication, especially when it comes to setting boundaries. And I hope you stop letting people talk body bullshit and diet talk um, because you don't need that in your life. You deserve to exist in your relationships and be the real you and not be worried about people saying this triggering stuff. And it's not just triggering. It's also like, yo, there's more important things to talk about with your friends. I think especially with girlfriends, like I always speak up because I'm like, let's change the subject. Like we are so much more than that. Why would we be talking about how to like, you know, get our lips done or manipulate our body or or all these ways that we're not good enough? Like Let's talk about more interesting things um, because we are a lot more interesting than that as humans. So anyways, I love you so much. I hope this helps. Let me know how you like this episode by screenshotting it and tagging me in your Instagram stories. Share it with your friends. It could be a big old sign to like, hey, um, Mary said that I don't deserve to hear diet talk. So here, listen to this episode. (laughs) So maybe you are that friend and you're listening to this. So get the hint. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Okay. Anyways, share with your friends. I love you. And I will talk to you soon. Mwah.